Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, and it's been a while. <laughs> um, I know it's been about a, almost a month, I think. I think actually, no, it's been a little over a month um, since I dropped the last episode. Um, a lot has been going on. Um, I got sick uh right after an event that we had in november which was right before i or right after i dropped the last episode we had an event uh for youth and then i got sick a bunch of people got sick and um i took about like two weeks to recover and my voices was not it um i just was not feeling my best and then the second episode um or the second, sorry, the second week that I was supposed to drop, things just came up, life just kind of happened, um, it was also around Thanksgiving and stuff like that, so very busy month, but I'm excited to be back on, um, because the Lord is just working very heavily in my life right now, and this is me just being transparent with you guys, um, you know, and I just ask for prayer like anybody else because I'm human. Um, but God is just doing such amazing things in my life right now. Um, I'm in a, a tough season. I'm in a season of restoration and formation. And I wanted to come on here and talk about the topic as you may have seen our topic is healing out loud and i just want to talk a little bit about this especially if the year is ending um i know you know we started the podcast back in august and i'm pretty sure this is episode seven um but i just want to talk about the topic but also you know, this Christian walk is not easy whatsoever. It is the most difficult thing that you will ever have to do in your life. Because one thing I'm learning right now is, you know, the enemy is going to 100% try and attack people that he doesn't have. And this goes to my christians you know he's going to attack you he's going to try and intervene he's trying he's going to spiritually get into those places that you find yourself weakest in but we have to take that in and remind ourselves that we have a god who's greater than this we have a god who's greater than our trials greater than our situations greater than our mental state and i wanted to talk about healing out loud because this year has been a year of healing for me and uh for those of you who are very close to me um i'm sorry for you for those of you who are not that close to me or have probably never had a personal conversation with me um i started off this year 
it's kind of crazy because December of 2022, end of the year, was rough. Like, I'm feeling the same way, just a different version of me. And I'm like, God, again? Like, literally, I was going through it back in, in last December. And... I literally said to God again, like not like a few days ago, I was like, God, are you serious? Like again? Like when can I have one good December Christmas season? Like when can I just have a good one? And um I am just like, okay, God, where do you want me to go? Um I started off this year, well, like I was saying, you know, I started off um this year ending last year on a a rough note but it was so freeing and um I just heard God at the beginning of this year saying this is your healing year and I didn't necessarily know what he meant but all I heard God was continuously saying healing 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 and this is gonna be the year that you heal and I'm like okay God from what like I know I've gone through a lot of stuff but like literally from what and as this year has progressed um I had like many of you know and I've talked about this very openly and probably some of you are sick of hearing me saying this but you know I started therapy back in January um I will continue to promote therapy because just starting this podcast i just want to give you a little background on this but just starting this podcast the amount of people like glory to god okay because the amount of people that have literally messaged me texted me whatever saying where did you find your therapist because i need therapy and it's it's crazy how God uses you in your vulnerability because this is my testimony and my testimony is setting other people free from what's holding them bound. And at first I was very hesitant to even talk about it or open up about it, but the Lord was just like, no, this is what I need. This is I, I need you to do this because I know you will do this. So I was very open about it, like many of you know, and just to hear so many people, like I just, I think I just had like somebody message me like two days ago, honestly, saying, hey, you know, where, where can I get a therapist? Where can I get a Christian therapist? And I just continuously pray for all the individuals that are very bold, like, yeah, that are very bold to even come and, and be like, recognize that they can't do it on their own. And that is something that the Lord has taught me this year. And right now, like, it's crazy as I am dropping this episode, as I'm recording this episode, I'm literally going through this even harder. You know, this year, God has shown me, like, you can't do it on your own. I'm the only one that can heal you. And for him to kind of just, like, close off the year, like, you gotta trust me, you got to trust me, like, 
I keep my promises. You just have to trust me. And as, you know, I came into this year, I just kept that in the back of my mind. I'm healing. I'm going to be healing. I'm going to be healing. And as I started my therapy, my therapist, she actually said to me, she was like, you know, I am just here to give you the tools and God is using me as a vessel in your life, but God is going to heal you. And I took that with me. I took that with me and I was like, God is going to heal me. These are just tools for me to get through it. And every, like, I can tell you, there was not one session that I was either leaving crying or literally set free from something. And to see God just work in that area of my life for years, I knew I needed help. And let's just be clear, therapy is not for people who are crazy. Okay, therapy is for people who recognize that they don't want to go crazy. And I knew I didn't want to go crazy. I knew that I don't want to get emotional with this, but I knew that I needed a savior and I couldn't do it on my own. So I I needed help and professional help and I think everyone should seek some type of professional help at some point in your life and honestly it's it's so much better to do it at a young age for those of you who can for those of you who are in their 20s maybe you just got out of high school you know and you have some type of trauma you have everyone has trauma okay everyone has trauma we just all deal with it differently and if you had gone through something in your childhood or as a teenager or a young adult and you know that you need counseling stop putting it off stop putting it off this is your sign to stop putting it off go get help um christian godly based help because the word that I have learned, the just leaving so freed from things and leaving so refreshed and feeling like, okay, I'm not that old version of myself. How can I get better? How can I move on from this? How can I step forward from this? So, the how this whole title even just came about, and I want to share this a little bit, um, because I know my girls are listening. <laughs> um, I have a couple of friends who they're actually triplets, a little feature, <laughs> and um, they live down in Florida. Um, they are very dear friends of mine and I love them so much I've learned so much from them and they came up in November for the event that we had Um, and I hadn't seen them since July because they also came for our youth camp that we had 
and um we were having a conversation one of the nights um i think it was honestly like the first night that they were staying here they were staying here at my house and we're having a very deep conversation i started telling them a, l- a little bit about myself getting in you know to in depth with who i am and what's shaped me um and it was just a really good conversation and at the end of the conversation one of them said to me you know thank you for healing out loud thank you for being vulnerable and I, I literally said to her, I was like, dude, that's a podcast title. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to take that and I'm writing that down. And now it's coming to, you know, life. And um, I'm excited for this episode because this is going to be a little bit more vulnerable. Um and I think that a lot of people can relate to this. I think this goes to a more broad audience um, because we all need healing. Every single one of us listening to this episode needs healing. We need a savior. We cannot do it on our own. And I have just learned so much about myself in this season of my life because things are seasonal everything is seasonal every single thing in our lives is a season i'm talking about your work i'm talking about ministry i'm talking about therapy i'm not gonna be in therapy forever i promise you that (laughs) i will not be in therapy forever um and neither will you you will not be at the same job forever you will not be around the same people forever everything has a season and i was actually listening to a podcast today and he brought up uh, ecclesiastes 3 1 to everything there is a season and that ministered to me because like i i mentioned you know going through a season of my life right now that is not easy it is very difficult but i literally have to depend on god i literally have to trust god and what he's doing in my life and and trust him that he's going to keep his promises and just to hear that as a reminder you know this is just a season everything has a season is it's promising and like i was saying you know the the christian walk is not easy we're going to have you know we're going to be in in valleys in really low valleys and we're going to have our highest moments on the mountains but i promise you that god is still in both He is with us in the valleys and he is with us in the highest moments. He is with us on the mountains. In the highs and the lows, he is there. He is faithful. And 
it's just crazy how this like the lord literally was just like i need you to talk about this now and i'm like god but like bro like i'm literally going through that <laughs> i'm literally going through it and you want me to come out with a, a pod like an episode and he's like i need you to go through this and literally as i'm saying some of these things i'm like oof it's hitting me it's hitting me again it's hitting me again so i just want people to whoever's listening i want you to understand that healing is not just a one-time thing you are constantly going to be healing from things constantly the lord is going to continue to heal you from things time and time and time again because there will be wounds that you will acquire in different seasons say that again there will be wounds you will acquire in different seasons and part of my testimony and i'm gonna share a little bit of my testimony because i feel like the lord is just calling me to do so um growing up i you know i have both my parents and i'm very blessed in that area um but growing up as a pastor's kid feeling like that is your identity you lose yourself um because you try to live up to the identity that people say you are when in reality that's not who god has called you to be and that isn't just your name um and for the kids that grew up in ministry like i'm I'm pretty sure y'all can relate to this too you know Growing up in ministries is not easy because you have these expectations that you just have to live up to. And sometimes it's unsaid. Like, sometimes it's not even that people say these things. You just literally feel like, I have to do it like this. And I was telling somebody the other day, like, oof, this is a little deep, guys. This is a little deep. Um... I was telling someone the other day that I had a very difficult, I have, I still have a very difficult time sharing about my spiritual life because my life was on display growing up. So the one thing, the one thing that I could protect was my spiritual life. And... In doing so, it hasn't brought me to the best places doing that. Um, But growing up, feeling like you're in that glass house, you, everyone sees everything. So the hard part about that was that if everyone can see everything, then why can't people see that I am screaming for help? I am literally drowning. And why can't people see that? But they can see that 
I made this mistake. I messed up here. I did this. I did that. They can see all of that. But they can't see that I'm suffocating. And I got into a really depressive state. Um, I was suicidal from the age of 14. Went through some really deep, dark stuff. Gave my life to the Lord at 18. And um, ever since then, I have not turned back to anything that I, I used to do. And part of that season in my life where I was in a very dark place, I did a lot of self-harm. Um, and I know this may be a little heavy for some people. Or maybe this is even touching some spots for you. Um, I went through a very, very, very dark season in my life. And a lot of people can't comprehend that. Because a lot of people don't go through that. But for the people that know, I know, you know. And I hear you and I feel you and I see you. I may not know you're listening to this, but I, I see, I see you. And I promise you there's people who were in your position and who have been freed from that. And I am one of them. I have been freed. I have been delivered from that. Because of the God that I serve. And it was because of God that healed me. Like literally took me out of that place. Took me out of such a dark place. And the season that I'm going through right now. I said to myself. Bro. You've grown so much. Because if this would have happened to you. Three, four years ago. You would have been in such a dark place. Said, saying this to myself, I talk to myself a lot, guys. <laughs> I would have been in such a dark place. And to see that I'm literally running to the Lord like, God, I trust you. You are my rock. You are my foundation. You are my firm foundation. Putting God in the center of things is so crucial. Literally so crucial. Because it's seasons like these. It's seasons like your family's going through a situation. Your parents are, are going through a divorce. You may not have a mother or a father. You may be going through a breakup or you may be so depressed and it's seasons like these where we need to run to the lord and not just run to him when it's convenient for us but run to him in every season 
and god is like this is just something that god's been convicting me with bro i when i get excited for something i realized literally in the season i realized that i would run to other people to share my excitement but i wouldn't run to god to share it with him because i already knew god knew it was like god blessed me with it why why did i gotta tell god bro run to god in everything make him the first person to even share your news with good and bad why because he hears you he sees you he he when we weep when we are crying when we are hurting he is doing the same thing he's hurting too he's crying too he's crying with us he's comforting us he knows you're going through that situation he knows you're dealing with these issues he knows you're dealing with these problems but he knows the other side he knows the testimony that's going to come out of this And he's like, I know, I know my son or my daughter. I'm so sorry you had to go through this. But the joy that is going to come out of this. There is joy in the morning. Joy in the morning. And... Healing isn't about forgetting. It's about turning those wounds into scars. For such a long time, I realized that I wanted to heal so bad, but I wasn't able to forgive some people. And healing started with forgiveness. Healing started with so much forgiveness. Imagine, I'm 21. Imagine having to heal people since I was 14. The amount of people, I know I'm so young, (laughs) but the amount of people that I didn't even realize had caused so much damage in my life or had left some wounds that I just wasn't aware of till I got older, till like, couple of weeks ago and i was like oh okay we're doing this we're doing this a couple days ago i was like okay we're doing this again and the lord literally working in my heart me being able to forgive people that i used to have so much anger towards I know God's working because my flesh didn't want to forgive my flesh did not want to forgive and I know God's working 
because my spirit says otherwise. I had a person who left many, many, many wounds in my life um, reach out to me a couple of months ago to ask for forgiveness. And it was the most freeing experience that God gave me. The crazier part is that I already forgave that person in the beginning of the year. But I needed to be face to face and forgive. Because it was crazy. I was not even looking at that. I was like, God, I forgave that person. I'm good. Like, I don't need, you know, it is what it is. Like, there's things that I'm never going to get answers to, you know? And I forgot about it. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. Moved on with my life. Mind you, this is like almost four years later that this person reaches out to me. And, um. I had this experience that I wasn't expecting whatsoever. Came out of left field, completely out of left field. And it was like I wasn't looking for it. It wasn't in my plans. This was not in my plans, but it was in God's plans. And like I said, it came out of left field, you know, super random, doing my life, doing my own thing. And for this to happen, like, was just so random. And I was just like, God, I, I didn't even ask for this. Like, I didn't, I didn't need, really need it. Until I sat there and so many parts of me were healing. So many parts of me. I left that conversation with that person knowing that when God said this was going to be my healing year, that I was literally going to heal from things that I thought I would never get answers to. Genuinely. I thought I would... I thought I would die without these answers, honestly. Like, it was just, yeah, you know that that happened to me i just don't know what really happened so i really never got my closure and god knew deep down that i needed that closure without me even asking for it, i didn't even think about it like this was just something that came to the surface right when it happened and i was like oh my gosh i really didn't heal from this I thought I did. 
And sometimes we do that. We we think that we forgive people until we're face to face with them. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Hold up. <laughs> Bro. It's until you're face to face with them and now you're confronting it. You can't run away from it anymore. When you're face to face, now it's, this is real. It's when you're face to face that you know where your heart is at. I've had to, I've had to tell people, friends of mine, people close to me, people I love. Yo. I saw how you looked at them. I saw how you ignored them. I think there's a little healing that you need to do there. Accountability. And not forced, not rushed. Just think about it. And there's some of you that gotta gotta heal and have to ask for forgiveness or forgive. Because the enemy will hold your unforgiveness and bind you with that. <laughs> like, to the extreme. He will be like, yeah, 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 you're Christian. Yeah, 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 you love God. But you can't forgive. And something I'm learning is that God has a very difficult time forgiving you if you can't forgive others. And that's like, dang, God, but like, I'm not like that. You know me. You know my heart. Mm, Where is your heart? Where's your heart? Literally. It's in moments like that where you genuinely need to look at the posture of your heart in mark eleven twenty five, it says but when you are praying first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too <sighs> that right there At first, when I read this, I was like, but God, like, I don't want to forgive people just because I want you to forgive my sins. No, 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 no. He gives us so much grace that he's like, I know it's difficult for you to forgive. 
But if I can forgive you for the sins that you've committed, for the things that you have done, for the things that you have have caused pain to me, if you if I can forgive you, you can forgive. Learning from the best example. Christ himself, learning from the best example. And it's freeing when we can forgive and genuinely forgive, genuinely mean it. Being able to pray for them. It's not just being like, Oh, I, yeah, like, I forgave so-and-so. I forgave my mom or I forgave my dad. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about forgiving and being able to pray for them. Let's see who can do that, right? And... I'm not just talking about, oh, people who are still close to you. They may have just, you know, caused like a little. No, no, no. I'm talking about people who have done, caused you any type of pain that you have carried it for years. People who left deep, deep deep wounds like I had mentioned earlier you know healing isn't about forgetting it's about turning those wounds into scars and just an example for everybody to you know get a visual and stuff because I'm, I'm also you know like a visual learner but growing up you know everybody at one point when they were outside playing as kids, you fell and you got some type of scar that you still have. Or have had a surgery. I had surgery when I was 10, so I have scars from that. Or anything else any type of physical scar that you can see on your body still years later at some point that scar was a wound it's an open wound and when it first happened most likely you were bleeding and some of us spiritually still haven't turned those wounds into scars now a scar how I see scars because like I had mentioned you know I did self-harm when I was younger and that's a deep like I said you know, that's a deeper testimony to share when 
this happened to me or even just my surgeries I was able to well when people would see them later on years later you know people would ask me oh like what happened that was always a question and I was able to tell a story from them some more sensitive than others but I was able to tell a story I was able to tell my story my testimony and see the same thing happens with our spiritual wounds our emotional wounds we are able to tell stories and share testimonies through healing And God, God's a funny God, okay? (laughs) Like, he got a sense of humor. And God will still work through your failures. He's still going to work through your failures. You messed up, he's still going to work through that. He's still going to use you for something. And scars make us remember, but they no longer hurt. Healing is the same way. We remember the situation, but it no longer hurts me. It no longer affects me because God has healed me in that area. There's some situations that I had to confront this year, especially in therapy. And um, at first, it hurt to even think about it. I blocked out my mind so much from being able to remember the things that had happened to me or things that I went through. And I started putting these blocks around it because I was like, oh, well, you know what? It happened so long ago, like I need to get over it. And that is the most toxic mindset you can ever have to yourself. Because something that I will say, therapy is not just for me. Therapy is for my future family. Me going to therapy right now is for my future family. Why? Because I've been able to break a generational pattern. If you're Hispanic and you're listening to this, you already know our our culture is very stubborn. That's just black and white. Our culture is very stubborn. Because they're very stubborn, they don't look for help. And I mean, not asking for help. I mean, they don't seek counsel. They don't go to therapy. I was able to break a generational pattern, not for myself, but for my children. Because now, as a future mother, like the word says, you know, she's tender, she's, she's more caring, we're more uh, emotional, we're emotional beings. 
as a future mother, I am able to be there emotionally for my children and not just physically. So, no, it's not just about you. It's not just about the money you're going to be spending taking therapy. No, it's not about that. There's a a, a bigger matter to this, and it's that you will be breaking a generational pattern that will set your children free. And I'm already seeing that without children. I'm already seeing how I will be a mother who not only grounds their kid in faith, in the faith, in the walk of Christ. Because this is what grounded me. The word of God is what grounded me. That's why it's so important to get connected to the source. Mm. Some of y'all been snack slacking. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. But getting connected to the source is going to set you free. I cannot expect to plug my phone in to an outlet that has no power and think that my phone is going to charge. People will look at me crazy. But if I connect my charger to an outlet that has power, that has electricity running through it, and my phone charges, it's because it's connected to a source. When your when your phone charger is not connected to anything, there's no juice in it. There's no power to it. There's nothing. And that's how we can be spiritually. Sometimes we be we're like that. We're just running on e, thinking that yeah, yeah, here and there, like I'll fill it up a little bit. No, bro, you got to connect yourself. You're going to have your days. You're going to have your moments. That's why it's so important to, to be connected to the body as well. Because I know that when I am going through a situation, my village, my people are able to uplift me and vice versa. When they're going through things, I'm able to uplift them. We need community. We need community. And we need to be connected to the source. And I think that there is just such a desperate need in this generation for healing. And we're not talking about it enough. The amount of men. Oh, this is what I was talking about. 
the amount of men that have a very difficult time just being emotional. I've seen men who literally can shut off their emotions. And that is so bad. I'm not talking about men in the world. Yes, men in the world. But I'm talking about Christian men of God who can shut off their emotions. One thing is not being emotionally led. This is to anybody. Women and men. We should not be emotionally led. We need to be led by the Spirit. But the Spirit also allows us to understand our emotions. Understand that my flesh is hurting. That I'm I'm physically crying. That this physically hurts. This is a physical pain. But I know that at the end of the day. I can run to a God who's compassionate, who's comforting. And I had a very difficult time with that because I would say, in the back of my head, honestly, I wouldn't even say this out loud. I'd be like, you know, God, you say you're a comforting God, but why do I still feel so alone? Why do I still feel so empty? It's because you weren't plugged into the source, girl. I wasn't reading my word consistently. I started feeling like I was running on E. I do a lot of things. Multi-talented, okay? And it's a blessing and a curse. (laughs) Because it's a blessing to be able to be to be able to just do all of that but at the same time it's a curse because you do too much on top of that being a perfectionist bro like i'm telling god i'm like god like you couldn't have chilled a little bit like i love you thank you but dang but i've learned That everything that he's given me, it's because I need it in a specific season. I'm not just talking about like talents. There's a difference between talents and gifts. I'm not talking about talents. I'm not talking about, you know, a physical gift. Oh, I can sing. No, no, no. I'm talking about being able to minister to people being able to discern I'm talking about those type of gifts I started seeing myself running on E I am a I'm a fixer. You either got your fixers or your people pleasers. I'm a fixer. People please? Eh. (laughs) I just... 
you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sounds so bad. I don't mean like that, guys. But I'm a fixer. So I try to fix things that I shouldn't be fixing. And God be checking me. And in this season, that's what God is doing. I got to step back. I got to let him do it. I got to let him heal it. I got to let him fix it. Because if I could do all of that, if we could do all of that, we wouldn't need God. There would be no point of our existence, actually. I just think God is just, God is so good, man. I'm, I'm really letting the Holy Spirit just take this episode. And he's, he's so good. God is so good. God is so faithful. I saw a TikTok earlier today that said, when your fave worship song doesn't make you cry anymore. <laughs> and in, in, the, in the comments, somebody wrote Promises by Maverick City. And that was the song for me. In a different season of my life. I sang that song religiously, bro. In a different season of my life. And singing that song in that other season. It strengthened my faith. Listening to it now in this season of my life. Whew, hit hit different. Because I saw that version of myself literally being like, God, take me out of this. Great is your faithfulness to me. And I'm going through it, but I need to walk this out. Going through what I'm going through now, I'm able to look back and be like, see, he took you out of it. So why couldn't he do the same thing now? He's the same God today, yesterday, and forever. So why couldn't he do it now? It's grounding my faith, and I'm walking out of my deliverance. I'm walking through it. I'm going through it. I want you to understand what I'm saying. I am going through it, not going through it. I'm walking through my situation in prayer, in faith, in hope. I'm not just going through the situation to then go back to the same place. Not this time. And many of us need to 
do the same thing. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. But he's taking you so, so, so deep. He wants to take you to the deep end of the ocean. He wants to take you to the deep end of the waters. But you got to walk through it. And something that God was just highlighting for me was Jesus healing a lame man. And I want to read the... John chapter 5, uh, starting from verse 1. You can open your Bibles. Um, if not, you know, read the story on your own too, because I'm not I'm also not gonna read the entire thing, but I want y'all to read this story because it shifts your, your faith. And let's get let's just get into it. So afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holidays. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the Pool of Bethesda. With five covered porches, crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, laid on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up. Pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, You can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. But he replied, The man who healed me told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing? They demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well. Stop sinning or something else, even worse, might happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders, that it was Jesus who healed him. So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules, but Jesus replied, My father is always working, and so am I. And I'm going to stop right there. This man 
was sick for 38 years. That's... That's crazy. 38 years. He was sick. And Jesus comes up to him. One time. Comes up to him. And says, would you like to get well? Do you want to get better? And he says, I can't. And sometimes we're like that. Jesus will literally meet us. Be like, do you want to do you want to heal? Do you want to get better? Do you want to move forward from this? And we sit there and we say, "Oh, I can't." I'm going to dwell in my emotions. I'm going to dwell in my thoughts. I'm going to dwell in this. I'm going to dwell in that. I can't. And like he said to the man he said stand up and pick up your mat and walk you gotta just do it we have to stop waiting around for some big miracle to happen or from for for you to see god descending from the clouds god works in silence God works in the the quiet places. If you want it, want it. Want it so bad that you are like this man and you just get up. At first he said, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, sir, I can't. when Jesus told him, gave him instructions, this is what you need to do. He was able to be healed and he got up. We need to do that. We need to be more like him. He gave us instructions to begin the process of healing. Why are we sitting and waiting around for something big to happen? And there's going to be people who doubt you. There's going to be people. The enemy can use whoever he wants, Christians included, people included in your family. The enemy will use people's weaknesses Pride, jealousy, envy. Be the people closest to you sometimes. To tell you, "Mm, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm, No, I don't think, I don't think so. Healed? What? From that? Questioning.
and you got to keep on walking. And when he went into the temple, when he found Jesus in the temple and Jesus said to him, now you are well, so stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you. How I see this is like, sometimes we're the ones who cause something to happen in our lives. And he's saying, dude, don't do this again. You, you got healed from it. Don't, don't be naive. You learned from this. Don't do it again. It's the same thing to us. Like, stop sinning. I healed you. Just do better. Do better. And don't do this again. And I love how I love how Jesus is so gentle. Like he's just such I could just picture him so gentle and so caring. Like I cannot wait to meet him face to face. I cannot wait to meet him face to face, man. That's like I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> but when the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules, and Jesus, repli- Jesus replies, my father is always working and so am I. Meaning, you may think that it's over, You may think that this is your day off. But, sweetheart, I'm always working. Even when you don't feel it or see it, he's working. Trust that God is healing you. Trust that God is freeing you. And walk in that. Walk through it. And understand that even in that, the enemy is going to turn your pain into a prison. He will try to turn your pain into a prison. Yet God is going to take that pain and turn it into purpose. Those years of pain, he will make that into purpose. He's not going to leave you where you're at. And healing, I went to, it's crazy because I went to an event uh, last weekend and and the pastor, he's talking about healing as well. I was just like, wow, God, you're crazy. Like the way you do things. And I love how he put it. 
There's four things that we need to do for healing. Forgiveness. Build our relationships, so relationships. Environments and exchanges. Forgiveness, like we had mentioned. Relationships. Look for counseling. Seek guidance. Seek proper help. Don't just go to your friends. They are not wise. I have learned. <laughs> Seek wisdom. Environments. Change your environment. Change your environment. You will not be healed from something if you are still staying in that environment. I'll say that again. You will not be healed from something if you are still in that environment. And exchanges. Exchanges is placing it at the feet of God. Exchanging with God. Giving it up. Giving up your guilt, your shame, your hurt, your pain. He will take care of the rest. And I love that this pastor put it like this, these four, because he said too, he showed us at the end, they all, the first letter writes the word free. So take that down, use it, apply it. Like this 2024, this year coming up for me, because this was my healing year. Now this is my, my year of restoration. God broke me this year, but now he's restoring me, building me. And I pray that God begins to heal, that this may be some people's healing year. I pray that in the name of Jesus. And I want to pray to close this out. Because... I believe that there's a lot of people who are listening to this episode who have been looking for something, who have been searching for something, and now understand that it is healing that needs to begin. Healing needs to happen. Healing out loud, not in silence. Don't stay in silence suffering by yourself. You need community to help you heal as well. Healing out in the open. Men, listening to this. You need to go to the root. All of us need to go to the root of what caused this. Why am I hurting? Why am I suffering? Why this? Why that? Why? Because this is going to set you free and it's going to set future generations to come free. And now we will be a bold generation that is walking 
in the promise of God, that is walking in that healing. And you will begin to see so many doors open. Because these weights that you've been carrying have just started to fall off. I hate, I, I say hate, yes. I hate the fact that we, or past generations just have made men silent, suffer in silence. And for the men listening to this, you are seen, you are loved. God is calling you, but it begins with inner healing. God wants to do so much for you and your future family, but it begins with inner healing. No more trying to run from it or thinking that it is what it is mentality. Because you will cause a lot of damage to your future children. To generations to come. If you do not break it. I say this to anybody. Heavenly Father, we just come before you. And we thank you for allowing us to just be a part of what you're doing. Lord God, thank you for allowing me to be able to deliver this word. Not just because, but because I've been a witness. I've been a living testimony of your goodness, of your faithfulness, of your healing power. Because we understand that you are a miracle worker. God, you work in the quiet places. We understand that you don't need to be loud or or be extra with it. That you work in the silent places. God, I pray over each individual that's listening to this episode. That you just minister to them wherever they are at that you speak life into them that they hear you in the quiet places that they have a divine encounter with you and only you God meet them where they're at the same love grace and mercy that you have shown me God I pray that it touches them in the same way in the same manner heal their wounds turn them into scars so that they're able to speak life to others that they're able to be testimony of your goodness of your faithfulness because you are a God of promise Mm. And we know that you keep your promises. 
and everything you do is for purpose. We lean on you and not on our own understanding because our understanding will fail us. Our understanding will confuse us. So we lean on you and we lean on your understanding, God. Even when we don't see it, we know you're working. God, I pray that this year, going into 2024, that it can be people's healing year. I understand that you don't need to be a certain age to begin healing. He- healing begins wherever whenever they want it to begin and god that you minister to them wherever they are at convict them to be able to want it as bad as you want it for them because i've been a living testimony of you working in me in this year you carrying me through in moments that I thought would have broke me but you knew they were shaping me so thank you God for what you're doing through this podcast Thank you for what you're doing in each individual's lives. Thank you for what you're doing in my life, God. And we just honor you and we worship you and we glorify your name. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a father and thank you for being our king. And we worship your mighty name. And we pray. Amen. (sighs) I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. I pray that this episode blessed you. And that you take something out of this. That you take this and you say 2024 is going to be my healing year healing out loud not in silence healing out loud it's your year claim it pray on it but i love y'all so much i'm praying for each and every single one of you thank you for tuning in And I will see y'all next time. Love y'all so much. Bye.